We don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> you are now live streaming, it says. All right, did I get to choose the red button? Let's see. Oh, no. It made us live on its on its own. <laughs> nice. That's, that's literally, like, literally all it cares about, apparently. Yes. Okay. So apparently we're 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 live and being treated like we're live people. So, <laughs> Yay! Awesome. We are breathing. Okay, so for those of you like joining us and whatnot for this awesomeness, uh, please say in the live stream chat that you can actually hear us, even though at this very moment it looks like Kaseo Chan's the only person who actually is watching the stream right now. Oh, no, no, other people showed up. Great, okay, so people, people are present. <laughs> okay, so please say something in the freaking live chat that you can actually hear us. That would be nice. Oh, no, <laughs> Lucas Martinez did not win. Actually, Destino uh, Coley won uh, with the uh, first words in the live chat. So, hashtag first. <laughs> that would be nice. And we got uh, Lishnaros, uh, Hola Senor, Larissa, there. Bea is in the house. I love me some Bea. Terilyn Bellucci, awesome. Terilyn's cool because she added me on friends on Facebook and then immediately started arguing me with me on a random comment afterwards. <laughs> but I, I'm we're still friends anyway. It's good times. <clears throat> um. Remember what I said about the dogs? Yeah, yeah. We we are also joined by a live uh, canine studio audience uh, this evening. Let's yeah. See I... <laughs> There's Red. You can kind of see the corgi and the little wiener dog there, too. But the wiener dog. Great. You got cats, too. Are they going to join us, too? Maybe a no. hamster? A parrot? You got a parrot? No? No parrot. Well... <laughs> oh, it's funny because I took my children to uh, Petco today, specifically to play with the cats. And Aww. there's this one little cat there. His name was Dwight. He was really cute and very, very timid. I bet he would have been a real good uh, snuggler. But uh, no, I am not typing the dog as well. <laughs> like, no, I, I'm not. Yes, it's a Doge. A weenier, a weenier dog. Not a we <laughs> okay, it's a weenier dog. All right. Good times. <laughs> do the dog. I can't do the dog. The dog has to be like physically in my presence. Like, come on. Like, animals are hard. They're like really hard. And it takes like a long time of getting to know them. We have and the sweet brat, the mean brat, and the anxious brat. That's, That's what we, we have. <laughs> Wait, you have three dogs now? There's the red. And he's, he's like, like a pit bull lab mutt. And Lily, the corgi, and Roxy, the wiener dog. <laughs> I'm, just babies. I'm, I'm just babysitting, babysitting Roxy. Okay. Lily, the corgi, and Roxy, the wiener dog, and red, the what? He's, He's like, like a, a lab pit bull mix. At least that's what we were told. He was found. Somebody abandoned the poor baby. And my, my friend found this guy. And now he's mine. 
Oh, and now he's yours. Okay. All right. Oh, there's an echo. There's an echo. Why is there an echo? Who's echoing? Is it me? Did the echo happen? Echo, echo. Audio. All right, I. It's her. They said it's her. Yes, it's not me this time. What? Yes. Why am I echoing? I didn't do it. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad it's not me. <laughs> yes. Okay. As I like, knock things around, my SED even just wants to mock. <laughs> why am I echoing? I don't understand. How bad is it? Uh, she sounds like a transformer. I don't know. Okay, so uh, mute yourself in uh, GridFam and then unmute, and that might reset it. Marco? Yes, hello. <laughs> Did it work? See, I don't hear the echo. It's fine for me, but... I don't hear any echo either. Okay, so they're saying you're fine now. So it just it was just resetting the, uh, the audio driver. Awesome. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> Once again, I proved that I'm an ENTP, engineering mastermind, and can figure <laughs> out all the things, except for, like, okay, yeah, you guys don't even know that, like, we were supposed to, like, do this how long ago? What, an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes ago? Like, an hour and 45 minutes, but, like, oh, Mr. C.S. Joseph, we got to fix, like, you know, your live stream crap, because you've been live streaming from your phone for the last, like, two weeks or so, and then you finally realized you had to uninstall all of your camera software and then reinstall it again, and then it's just started magically working, except for the fact that you can only do it on 60 frames a second, because every time you try to go to 30 frames a second, you, like, turn into a smurf. And it's like, <laughs> okay, great. So did you have to do all of that? <laughs> yeah, I literally had to do all that. It's just horrible. Like I hate this technology. I like one day I will have a MacBook M1X that comes out next year and then this will no longer be a problem for me like ever. So um, oh, she's echoing again. Please mute and unmute. Uh, Marco. Yeah, you're fine for me. There's not for them for some reason. Um, so yeah, okay, so let's actually like start the show. Okay, so here's what went down, guys. So you go to https colon whack csjoseph.life forward slash giveaway. I'm going to put the link into the chat right now, uh, provided my computer is not too slow for me to like actually uh, put it in because uh, this machine is uh, extremely slow. Um, so there you go. That is the link for the giveaway. And you just Make sure you enter in like once a month so you guys can actually get in on the random number generator because like the giveaway resets every month. Now, granted, if you are a member at csjoseph.life forward slash members, so that means like you're a journeyman at a minimum, uh, you are automatically entered into our giveaways. And we do like a bunch of giveaways per month. Right now, 
we have our $250 cash giveaway uh, thing. Uh, and then we also, this month, we're giving away a one hour, $1,000 value of personal coaching with this person here, hello. And then, uh, yes. And we're also giving out uh, one Discover Typing live stream, which is like what this is with Kaseo-chan that we're doing right now. We're giving that away, and she is the winner this month. Congratulations, yes. And then beyond that, we are also giving away right now three wizard questions. And what wizard questions are is that you go to csjoseph.live forward slash wizard, and if you have like a coaching uh, question, you and you fill out the form, you enter in your coaching question, and uh, you pay a fee, uh, and then I get your question, and then I create a video response to your question. And depending on the type of question you select, I'll either release it on YouTube, uh, or it will be privately just for you, etc. And this way, you guys aren't having to spend like a thousand dollars an hour to get like one burning question answered. So yeah, it's just something to make sure to bridge the gap so that things aren't like like super ultra expensive for everyone. And then you have an opportunity to just get like your burning questions in that way. So yeah, we give away those as well uh, during the month. And um, I think we three winners were already selected and already contacted. So we're just waiting for them to fill out their questions. And if I don't hear from them soon, then we'll have to select other winners, etc. But just like keep an eye on those things. And I will be announcing winners randomly on various YouTube videos that I produce or live streams. Just keep watching and you'll get in on the giveaway. So anyway, the uh, so a new round of the giveaway sets up, uh, resets every month. And if you want to get in on that, you got to go to HTTPS colon whack whack csjoseph.life forward slash giveaway so that you put in your information so that you can enter to win those things. So yeah. Uh, Hunger Cat, this is technically a random stream. So yeah, uh, cool. You have not missed anything, Hannah Marie, because as usual, we don't actually start the show until 10 minutes in <laughs> for some reason. Uh, so yeah, you didn't miss anything. Just started. Yeah, just ads. We're getting past the ads. All right, so no more ads. <laughs> Welcome to the show, 10 minutes in, uh, as I'm getting texts from my team members. <laughs> so yes, it just started. Uh, so yes, um, so how this show works is is that we have our Discover uh, contestant and we're gonna be doing a guided tour through the Discover test, which is at csjoseph.life forward slash discover. It's pretty easy, we have all these forward slash things here, you know what I'm saying? But the point is, is that we're going to determine what Kaseo-chan's true type is. And it's, it's funny because her and I have known each other for a while and we actually disagree with what type she actually believes in. So this is going to be really I, interesting. I never said that I disagree. I just keep shouting oh. no at you. <laughs> oh, you never said you disagree. You just shout no. Okay. Yes, that's true. She has shouted no. In fact, on my Among Us live stream, twice, two different times, she has shouted no. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a thing. All right, so uh, audience, tell me what type you think she is. And Julius INFJ says she's an INFP. I mean, like, do you know that person? Are, are you like, you know? Who, what was the name? <laughs> Julius INFJ. 
is saying. It sound familiar to me. Oh, <laughs> Lucas Martinez says ISFJ. And uh, Doa says you're probably a TI user. Uh, ENTP, because that would be funny. <laughs> Dugo, my bro. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Lucas Martinez, ISFJ. Isn't no a disagreement, says emailed anthrax. <laughs> exactly. Hi there, it's Marina. Hola, Marina. Uh, ENFP. Destino says ISFP. Stellar Memer is like, I just hope she's pragmatic. Okay. Uh, Daniel <laughs> Karayuki says ISFP. Ezra's like, agreed, Duggo. Agreed. Preach it, Ezra. Preach it. Uh, and... Haha, ha, no, it's just a prediction. Okay. Okay, whatever, Julius. <laughs> Patricia, <laughs> Patricia Chewy says type five because my Enneagram. Oh, don't forget, guys. Yes, I am going to be releasing specific content to the Enneagram soon. I just have to finish reading a book. And um, oddly enough, actually, Andy years ago gave me that book, and I still haven't finished reading it yet. But regardless, I am reading that book. And uh, and then we will get that figured out. Uh, she is a yes, not a no. Says badge of shame. I I don't get it. Huh? Need more data. Okay. <laughs> so yes, we are doing this show, and it's awesome. So we are going to input. Uh, we are going to uh, input this thing. So I'm going to do that now, and I'm going to do it in a respectful manner where I am protecting uh, data and stuff. So stand by as I turn that off and I click the start survey button and I'm going to put in your name and then I'm going to put in your awesome email thing that you gave me. Uh, and I'm gonna click your age. I, I don't think we have to assume gender here. I think we, I think we got that one figured out. Just saying, yes. And then we are back in business because I, I, I like being uh, back in business here. All right. So, oh, more guesses. Cody Tiemann says INFJ. Bella Rose says I something. Uh, I'm not going to push for ENTP no matter how much evidence comes up to contrast my take. <laughs> okay, Dogo. As an, oh, Hannah Marie, as an ISFP, I'm getting that vibe, but it's probably my TE talking. No logical reasoning here. Okay. Jesse Mancia says INTP. That's an interesting guess, Jesse. Um, and emailed Anthrax saying INTP as well. That's also an interesting guess. Um, I, I actually hadn't, uh, I hadn't actually considered that, but fair enough. Um, and Julius, INFJ switched to ISFJ. Okay, so all the votes are in. All the votes are in. This is great. Um, Bay is like obvious SI user. Okay, fair enough. All right, so this, we're, we're doing the type grid here. Uh, so Kaseo-chan, uh, so um, where did you like to start? Because remember, guys, when you're taking the Discover test, what we like people to do is to actually read through all of the questions before you like actually answer them. So read through all the questions before you answer. That's really important, okay? And then you just pick the top four that you know for sure are you, and then you let the test remove choices from you after the fact. And that guarantees accuracy. It also makes sure that you're not creating some random Frankenstein of 
a uh, personality that doesn't <laughs> actually exist. So, but all right. see, Joseph, anything is possible. Yep. All right. <laughs> Gabrielle is in the house, and her guess is ISFP, and Shine Kun is ISTP. Wow. ISTP, huh? ISTP, no. Wow. You're like really mechanical. No! <laughs> I know. Yeah. You, you've never dropped anything in your life. Like ever, apparently. <laughs> so, so married to an ISTP. Oh, married to an ISTP. <laughs> okay, okay. Dougo's like she may look responding, but that's because she's an ENTP. See, she said anything is impossible. She's an ENTP. Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, Dougo, has she initiated yet? No. <laughs> I hate. I hate that argument so much and you know why i do initiate from time to time is because i'm friends with a bunch of darn intps what would our conversations be if i never initiated because they won't so i'm here like i love my intps be my friend <laughs> yeah exactly fair enough you know what the best part is of that statement that you just made that was an initiation on your part <laughs> I had to. I had to. <laughs> You're hurting my heart. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. This is actually a very highly entertaining stream, and I'm very excited about this. Okay. So, uh, where we where in the where in the exam would you like to start? Uh, um, so we got uh, we have direct informative. We have progression outcome. We have initiating responding. Systematic interest. Affiliative pragmatic. Abstract concrete. Fire and wind. Earth and water. Spear and bow. Sword and mace. And the uh, quadras. Where would you like to start? It's can, your choice. Can I can I see it? Can I see it? Can I can I experience it for myself? Can I can I see it? Oh gosh. Yes, you can. Uh, open up a window and go to chsjoseph.life forward slash discover. Throw in your information at the top, and then we'll just take it together, basically. I thought I already had that open. Why did I close it? I don't know. Thank you. Bye. Yes, please. Which one? Which one? Discover? Uh, Is that what I'm discover? Yeah, forward slash discover. That's right. Thank you, Google, for remembering my password. Okay, I'm logged in. Team Duggo. Everyone's like, Team Duggo. <laughs> I'm logged in. What do I do now? Uh, forward slash discover. And then you see like the, the big list of things, right? Yes. All right, cool. We're on the same page. Awesome. Okay. All right, so where do you want to start? Oh wait, I'm not on the I'm not at the quiz yet. Okay, csjoseph.life forward slash discover and then click start survey at the below. And then you're on the quiz. Start where? What? <laughs> I'm so the sorry. Start survey button at the bottom. I why isn't why that's not there on my end. Is it because I'm in discover the INFP already? Oh yeah, you're on the portal. You're in the wrong place. Okay, so go to your browser oh, URL at the top. I think I think I'm and just be. just type in csjoseph.life forward slash discover. That's it, and it'll take you right to the quiz. This is too difficult. I know. <laughs> oh, Duggo has is starting to convince the live chat. 
This is getting Joseph.life. Apparently I smell. Thank you, Duggo. Great. Slash discover. I mean, I'll grow hair on my back just for you, Duggo. Just for you. Drugo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay. There. It just took a minute to load, I guess. Start survey. Okay. Okay. Start survey. Okay. Yay, we're here. Awesome. Now, okay. which where would you like to start? I would like to start by Well, hold on. We can't do this yet. I forgot. We we skipped the most important part of the show. <gasps> did we? Did we though? Yes, we did. We really, really did. All right, all right. You know what it is? It's speech time. Everyone in the chat say speech, speech, speech. Oh, no. Yeah, speech. It's speech time. Um, so, so Kaseo Chan, please introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, I'm Kaseo Chan. Um, I, like, where do I start? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Anywhere? I don't know. Do your siblings play video games? I, I don't know. <laughs> I play video games on Twitch, Seo-chan on Twitch, and everywhere else on social media. Um, games specifically. Hmm? Games specifically. What's your, like, what's your niche? Um, I play Pokemon on Mondays, Zelda 2 on Tuesdays. Where I die and hate my life. <laughs> and um, I'm supposed to do subscriber streams on Wednesdays, but I have a hard time getting those scheduled with people. But I do try to get those in. And on Fridays, I'm supposed to play Wind Waker, but I tend to skip those too. Okay. <laughs> you are um, like the ultimate Zelda, uh, Zelda fangirl, apparently. I mean, I, I do love Zelda a lot. I do not engage with it as much as I used to, sadly. I'm just oh. always tired from work. Oh, what do you do for work? Uh, I'm a lab tech. Um, I'm actually a lab tech for the military. So, okay, I guess this is where we could start. Why am I in the military? It's because my parents said so. When I was a little 18-year-old child, I actually remember we had to do this little assignment where we had to pretend we were saving up for an apartment and college and a car. And I literally didn't even know what a loan was or that I could get one. My parents didn't teach me anything about the real world. So I was like, I can't afford this because my first job would probably be what? Restaurant, minimum wage. So I was like, I can't afford college in like 50 years. So... <laughs> I literally just didn't know that you didn't literally have to have the amount of money that things cost right then. So I joined the military because they house you and give you a job. <laughs> okay, what branch did you join? The Air Force. Okay. <laughs> I, oh. I, to be honest, it's actually kind of embarrassing. Like... I did not do well in basic training. Like to everyone else, basic training is like easy, but I actually was carried by my whole flight from being like honest. And 
I don't know how to explain how that experience was. It was hard, like knowing that, but knowing that that was the only way I was going to like be okay in life too. It kind of felt like a fraud. <laughs> really? Um, Why did you feel like a fraud? Because like, was it actually this go-getter, you know, person who displayed leadership and confidence? I wasn't actually any of that. I could barely roll my t-shirts fast enough for them. <laughs> my, my flight carried me. I almost got washed out. But, and I knew they were kind of annoyed, but backing out would have just, I wouldn't have anywhere to go if I did that. So I had to let them carry me and it sucked. But. Why did it suck? <laughs> hmm? Why did it suck? I mean, it's not their job to make sure that, like, little Kaiser is, like, you know, gonna pass BMT. <laughs> who can't pass BMT? <laughs> did you just say who can't pass BMT? As, I mean, as far as, like, you know, physical, like, not having any physical injuries. Oh. Oh, you had physical injuries? Dang. No, no, no. Oh. I'm saying like I was healthy. I was a lot skinnier in like way better shape. But I just—I don't know. I sometimes I think I'm kind of slow in. It's <laughs> slow. But, yeah. know, they, they carried me through that. Tech school was a little easier. I'm kind of kind of good at school because you that? sit in a class. You sit in a classroom and listen. They like make you read books, or did you have to like do programs, or is it just like the typical school process, traditional? Uh, no, no, it's actually no? kind of like it's kind of funny. So for me, this was the most freedom I'd ever have because I'm allowed to talk on the phone without asking my mom now. Wow. Um. But why? Why would you have to ask your mom to talk on the phone? I wasn't. I had to, and it was as long as I lived under her roof. Oh. So, you know, I'm in. I'm in this dorm. I have my own phone. I even have a little netbook now. I have. You know, I'm allowed to be online without asking mom. It was amazing. <laughs> but everyone else is like, they. You know, we have curfew. We have to meet up at zero six hundred and march to school together. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else hated it, and I'm like, I'm allowed to do anything. <laughs> like, freedom. <laughs> so, yeah, we would get up, we would march to school, and the labs were a little hard for me because I, I really just need my hand held to, like, learn how to do something. So the physical labs and the procedures. Right. Uh, like, I... Like, my partner, like, was wondering if I was stupid because I was always looking at what he was doing, <laughs> trying to figure out, like, what does this actually, what do I actually do here? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, you're, you're a lab tech. Does that mean, like, are you drawing blood or phlebotomy, phlebotomist? Un unfortunately. Unfortunately, are you one of those people that gets scared at the sight of blood? Is that what's no, going on here? I get tired of being on my feet and oh. patient after patient. And 
like I lately, I don't know why this is happening worse than usual. Because I'm a civilian now. Now my life is easy. I don't have to work weekends anymore. I don't have to work late shift anymore. My life is easier than it has ever been. I get holidays and family days, but I still like. Lately, my brain is just shutting down when I'm up at the front in client services where I have to draw people's blood and talk to them all day, figure stuff out on the computer. It, wow. It's so exhausting. When I'm in the back, uh, my life is great. I can even work, come home and exercise after work when I had worked in the back all day. Right. <laughs> Huh. I definitely prefer the actual lab testing. You prefer the actual lab testing? Yeah, than the than the patients and the go 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 move move move. <laughs> what bothers you the most about the patients? I have to ask that of anyone, of course, especially someone working in the lab. Because my uncle works in the lab and he's complaining about the patients all the time. <laughs> so. I've kind of, I don't know how I did this. I kind of made myself desensitize my, myself to a lot of it. I think now it's more about, I wish I could control how many people went to the damn lab. <laughs> like, if I could get, like, because, I mean, we, we actually have it pretty good. We get our 15-minute breaks and an hour lunch. And no, not a lot of other labs can say that. But I still find myself needing to sneak away for like a breather more than I'm actually allowed to. Right. So interesting. So at what point in time did you finally like get out from under your parents' influence on your life? When did that happen? How old were um, you? What what did it take to allow that to happen? And did you did you change like as a person? Okay, um, so you know I was in high school and I had a best friend who her mom was military, and they got PCS. They moved to a different state. Um, I had been under mostly my stepdad's thumb. Um, you know he like literally would even find out where I hid my stories because I wasn't allowed to write them because I wouldn't do my homework. So I hid them, but he would find them. And it was like kind of stressful the whole time, but I kind of dealt dealt with it any way I could. And until it was the point where I had a little bit of money from helping my grandma and I wanted to visit that best friend that moved away with my own money. And I, they wouldn't have even had to drive me to the airport. Really? And they told me no when I was 18. But they wow. told me no. So, me and my our that friend and I had a mutual friend. He <laughs> told he told his parents that we were just going to go visit Ty. But I had packed my stuff up. They had arrived really early. I got out the door real fast with a note left in my room. And I ran away. Wow. <laughs> 18. And it's this, but, but then you, you, you ran away. 
And then you joined the military. Well, not quite. I came back and stayed with my grandma oh. for a little bit. Okay. And then and then I joined the military. Uh, I was in the debt program for about a year during that time. You're in the what? It's called the DEP program. So basically, okay. they get you ready to go to basic, kind of. <laughs> go to basic. All right, that's cool. So you ran away because you were getting tired of your stories getting destroyed. Mm -mm. I'm sure. I, no. I, the final straw was that I wasn't allowed to use my own money to do what I wanted and see my friend. Okay. <laughs> that was the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess. But you still, while you were in the military, wouldn't call anyone unless you're talking to your mom first in the military, though. Or is I, or am I wrong? Am I? I no, I I had I had a trouble. I guess quote unquote trouble boyfriend. He was. I was not allowed to be seeing him. I was 18 and he was 24. And my parents did not like that. They told me I couldn't see him. I actually found a way around that too, that same friend. Um, he was like the only friend I was allowed to hang out with. So, yeah. but, oh yeah, this is when I came. So I came back from Alabama and, you know, my parents didn't want me going anywhere. I guess this was between coming home and going to grandma's where I was, um, I was allowed to hang out with like my one friend, which happened to be the one that helped me get away. But they were they were mad at him for helping me get away, so that he wasn't allowed at the house. I had to walk down the street for him to pick me up. That was that worked out so well for me because anybody could pick me up, even my 20, 24 year old boyfriend that they didn't know about. <laughs> he was actually a really nice guy, but he was already on probation when I met him. And he ended up in jail uh, for breaking probation while I was in tech school in Texas. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, he kind of was trouble. But... And I assume your husband is military as well? My husband now, yes, he's military. So is my ex-husband. I'm on hopefully my last marriage. It better be my last marriage. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. I don't want my heart broken again. Okay. Uh, um, sorry. I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, he is military. He's Army Reserves, but he's actually deploying soon. Really? Yeah. I am going to die. Why? He, he takes care of me. I can't function. Okay. Like. You don't, I couldn't even say how bad it was about how bad I am. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think that's that's enough for now, and a very very big story, and Sorry. really fascinating. And I kind of want to hear more about it later, actually. But uh, wow, I just don't understand how you still were under the authority of your parents when you were in the military and still limited your internet access and your phone calls while you were still in the, when you were in the military after no, you ran away. I, not when I was in the military, when I got to basic training, that was, that was it for their authority. Okay. I had my own cell phone. I could talk whenever okay. I wanted now. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
I could go to the mall without asking. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> this, this, this seems oddly familiar to my own upbringing in certain ways. Oddly, yeah. oddly familiar. Yeah, because I grew up in a trailer on an island in the Pacific in the far north. And for like 17 years of my life, in the first year of my life, they were kind of in an apartment. And then they moved into that trailer with black mold and it was cold. But I never judged my parents for that because, uh, I mean, I knew we didn't have money, but I didn't really, I, I've never really complained to my family about not having money. I never have. I'm just like, because to me, I found money very arbitrary i still think money is arbitrary in a lot of ways but like i just saw it as like it wasn't it really wasn't a thing and and, and i got I, I did i did get sad one time when my dad told me he could not get me a super nintendo for christmas <laughs> but but because i want to play chrono trigger like really bad but um i'm like thinking to myself okay well fine if you're not gonna do it i'm gonna do it then I'm gonna get myself a Super Nintendo. I, I was that guy who bought like that booster box of uh, Pokemon cards. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, <laughs> no, no. I I walked into the mall and I went to KB Toys. Got a booster box of uh, Pokemon cards. You know, this is back in the old days, the old sets and whatnot. Post first edition, basically. So they weren't first edition, but they were after first edition, like second edition, whatever. And I got so many foil Charizards and Venusaurs and Blastoises and whatnot, and I just started selling all of the rares at school for a profit. And then I just bought more booster boxes. I had my little Pokemon card business, you know. And I also <laughs> go to garage sales every Saturday with my mom. She was like a crazy hardcore garage seller and on the island. And uh, I'd find things of value, buy it, and then sell it on eBay for a profit. So like, That's a lot of work. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like I found a copy of Secret of Mana, which is a Super Nintendo game. Bought it for like two bucks, and like I sold it for like sixty dollars or something like that. Like that wasn't my best. That was what was not my best. But like, <laughs> as a little kid, you know, I was I was a little I was a little shyster, you know, a little hustler with all of my uh, my Pokemon card business and whatnot. It's sad though because eventually my I got shut down by my parents because they saw me doing three way trades. Four or five way <laughs> oh, trade. I heard you say something about that in uh, one of your YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and they're like, "Oh, you're manipulating the children." They shut that down. I was like, "No." <laughs> my dad, though, my dad actually told me recently, "Wow, when you got into Magic: The Gathering, which obviously your mother and I hate that game because it's evil," but he's like, <laughs> he's like, "I was so proud of you that you figured out how to create proxies with my color printer." And use up all of my expensive printer paper and my expensive ink to print out Magic the Gathering cards and create proxies for other kids and sell them at school. Jesus. <laughs> I wanted my freaking Nintendo, damn it. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's like literally what happened. It's good times. All right, okay. On with the show. On, on with the show. I, I, I actually, I kind of want to add just something about my parents. It's kind of interesting. My parents are so different from each other. My dad is like kind of a starving artist. He had actually been homeless 
um, lived in a, he had lived in a trail trailer. Now he lives in a, he finally lives in a house. But after, after my parents divorced, he was really struggling, but he'd always struggled with having like a real job. And my mom, on the other hand, is all about achieve, achieve, climb, climb, succeed, succeed. And I don't even know how they were together in the first place, honestly. But your mom's an ESTJ and your dad's an ISFP. Is that what I'm hearing? What? My mom likes to kind of stay in the background a little too much to think she's a ESTJ. Uh, my stepdad, oh my God, he's so controlling and bossy. He He's probably an ESTJ. Not an ESTP? No, and I don't. I can't explain why. I just really want to put my finger on him being an ESTJ. Okay. And yeah, right. I, I don't know. I cannot type my mom, but I can't type females as well. I don't even know if I'm ever accurate, but as far as I can tell, I can't type females as well as I can type males. I don't know why. Uh, I had a similar experience, actually. I actually typing women is so much easier for me than typing men. I, I have I have that too. Yeah, especially yeah, I can identify with that. Yeah, for sure. Especially male INTPs. Like I swear, I have a radar for them. <laughs> <laughs> I can usually type INTJs too. Fair enough. Yeah, for me, it's because I, I spend much more time paying more attention to women than I pay attention to men. So naturally, of course, I did, my SI would have more experience typing women. So <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're just beautiful and fun to look at. What would you expect, right? I'm a guy, right? Come on. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you for that fantastic story. Um, Wow, that there's a lot to unpack there, but uh, we'll we'll possibly look into that later. Uh, so let's let's get on with the actual exam, the actual test at csjoseph.life/discover. And if you folks want to take the exam with us, you can. Again, csjoseph.life/discover. Put in your information, and then you have the survey, and you could use it as a tool to follow along as we go and do this. So, Kaseo Chan, tell Hello. us where to begin. Where are we beginning? Hmm. I'm going to have to, like, read this whole thing again. I have to read this whole thingy again. <laughs> well, you're making me decide something. You are making me decide something? In front oh, of people. In yeah. front of people. In front of people. Why? Why is that bad? I'm scared. For what reason? Yes. For what reason? Yes. Yes is not a reason. Yes. <laughs> That's the only reason I have. You can't you can't just you can't just say because. You can't because, say yes. That's the only reason I have. It's the only reason I have. My goodness. <laughs> what am I even why does this look different to me? Oh, these are just definitions. <laughs> God. Yep. I quit. <laughs> nope, no quitting. <laughs> I 
I guess let's do. No, let's do fire, wind, earth, and water. All right. Fire and wind, earth, and water first. Okay, let's do that. I, I also think this is the best place to start. How did you know? Water. All right, so <laughs> for the class, let it all explain. So fire and wind is an awareness of one's own desire for the future and works towards the achievement of personal goals and optimizing personal success. It notices details in the physical environment and knows how to manipulate it. Uh, it prefers to give a sensor experience rather than receive one because it needs personal freedom to make choices and to determine the course of its own life. It needs to know what others are doing so it can determine what it wants to do itself. Whereas earth and water is an awareness of multiple possibilities for society collectively rather than for oneself. It knows what others want in life and their available options. Earth and water seeks to receive physical sensation or experiences from others. It knows its own experience and seeks to share it with others in the event they might want to have the same experience. It's also characterized by strong long-term memory and an awareness of tradition, duty, honor, safety, and personal comfort. So, and you're, you're maintaining water. That's just, you're just like, that's me. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is, you know. I, I would agree with that because with you being earth and water, you're, you're, you're telling your story about to us, you're, you're really drawing into that long-term memory and you're bringing yourself back from that point of view, all the experiences that you had, you know, getting away from your parents, getting into the, mar the military, your two marriages, et cetera, uh, remembering what it was like to leave a note on your uh, bedroom uh, uh, in your bed and just leave and being picked up by this guy who was like 24 and then all of a sudden he went to jail because probation was violated or whatever and you were in Texas at the time, all of those different uh, points in time and space-time come from introverted sensing, which is Earth awareness. And uh, uh, yeah, and uh, the other thing is too, is like, what, I have to make a choice? Earth and water people don't like having to make choices. They want other people to tell them what they want so they can or go with that. at them. least be handheld, need that hand-holding. Or at least be handheld and need that hand-holding. Okay, I gotta write that one down to talk about later. Uh, I'm gonna put it in caps. At least be handheld or have some hand holding. It kind of makes me think that you're, you know, as an earth water type. It kind of, it kind of makes me think that uh, uh, you just you're you're afraid of change. You don't like change. Is that true? The reality is I'm afraid of pain, even though, like, I know it's super good for me when it happens to, like, it when it happens to me, it's really, really stressful, but then it ends up being okay for me. But I'm still in this lab tech job because I'm terrified of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and I know how good I have it right now, honestly. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> And so you know that how good you have it, and that's why you're staying, or, or is it, or is it you just you don't have the experience with the other situations? Like, well, like, here's another, here's another thing. So when I got in the military and we get our first first duty station, they you know stationed me here at Scott, and I this is the first and only place I've ever worked. As military, I got out, and then. Thank gods that they 
uh, hired me as a civilian because I know how to work at Scott Air Force Base Laboratory. <laughs> Any other lab would look at me and I wear like slow learner, kind of incompetent on my sleeves when it comes to trying to interview. I don't know okay. how else to explain that. Okay, fair enough. I, I know how to work at this lab and I'm kind of good at it. God help me if I have to ever get an interview anywhere else. I will not be a lab tech anywhere else but here. <laughs> do, you, do you think that the military and how the culture of the military is really ends up creating some kind of dependence on people who are in the military because they get so used to military culture and military systems that they have a really hard time reintegrating with society post-military? Um, yeah, sometimes that can be the hardest thing. Like people count down the days to getting out of the military because being in the military can be really hard. Um, but, oh my gosh. It, it, but when they actually so... get out, it's they realize, oh crap, <laughs> I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how to make friends. Because when I was, wow. well, actually, that kind of ended when I moved out of the dorms. When I was in the dorms, all I had to do was not be in my room. Uh, and, you know, my little radar thing drew me to an INTP and an INTJ, and I was part of their group. <laughs> and after that part of my life ended, after I, they moved away, uh, I dated that INTJ for a while. We broke up. Rest of the group got moved out, uh, got out of the military all at the same time because forget me. <laughs> and then I didn't have any friends for a long time. Oh, dang. Well, I mean, show yourself friendly and you're good to go, you know? Mm. Right? Where? How? To who? Meetup.com. I joined, the, I joined the site, but I can't bring myself to meet anybody. <laughs> what are you so afraid of? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I, I think I, I, it's been fantastic otherwise. Uh, let's keep going. Sorry, What's next I after Earth and Water? Oh, no. You don't know. Come on. <laughs> I wonder. I wish I could see this whole test like at one glance. My brain's not doing so well. Let's do. Let's just do progression and outcome. I don't know why that stood out to me. So let's find out. <laughs> All right, progression versus outcome next. And it, yeah, for some reason that one's like drawing me. So let's let's find. All out. right, let's let's do the draw. Let's see. You're you're asking you're asking me to pick which one I am. Yeah, yeah, and why? The entire right, they, audience right? is so divided on what they think you are. I think outcome. <laughs> outcome, okay. 
Even though I think I'm pretty bad at it, but I think that's where my focus is mostly. All right, so let's let's look at progression versus outcome. Progression is a focus on the movement toward a goal or aim, getting to point A to point B quickly and efficiently with less concern on the result. Progression is spontaneous and restless. Progression fears in action. Whereas outcome is controlled, measured, and does not feel rushed. The quality of a desired outcome is preserved. Outcome is patient in planning, insists on certainty. So let's- I really uh, feel like outcome. <laughs> okay, outcome. After reading those. So what, what, uh, what things are you reading that you really identify with on the outcome side? Um, insist on certainty. Okay. Um, patient and planning, sometimes too patient. Um, one of the things in my life is I'm, I'm slower than other people. I, I need more time <laughs> to be sure, to be sure what I'm doing or to actually to do anything. Like I had to answer an email at work today. Everyone in my whole workplace does that all the time, every day. For me, it's like, oh no, I like, it's already two, and I only have four thirty to do this. This is terrible. <laughs> Fair enough. So you always have to have. Uh, so all of your plans are completely well defined to the letter. You're not going to bother doing anything unless you have a guaranteed outcome that you're going to get. That's true. I I don't know about the defined part. Yeah, it's got to be defined. Like for example, let's talk about railgun for a second. Railgun has this thing where she won't do anything unless she knows what the outcome is. And I'm like, like for example, there's a time where I'm like, okay, go get a job, or she wanted to go get a job or something. And she went and interviewed at Top Golf. And she interviewed at Top Golf. And I told her, okay, you need to go get an interview. And she's like, okay. How do I do that? And I'm like, go walk in to Top Golf and give them your resume. But that doesn't mean I'm going to guarantee that doesn't guarantee me an interview, so I'm not going to do that. I'm on her I'm like, side so I'm, hard right now. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? Just go in there. Who cares if it doesn't work out or not? At least you did something. You got to go get those uh you got to get those you suck letters, you know? The letters you get when you don't get a job, right? So, uh, so it doesn't it doesn't bother you in the least. Uh, so here here's here's the bad the negative things about progression versus outcome. So the negative things that you already said being too slow, right? Um, there's also being too controlling, over planning, right? No, over planning. I do that. I do do that. You do overplan, whereas mm -hmm. progression is lack of planning. You didn't plan enough, or cutting corners, being real imprecise, being too fast, or bringing unnecessary chaos. So, what do you think about cutting corners? Because, like, the rest of the world is forcing me that I have to be at their speed, and I fail if I don't cut a corner. Thank you, world. <laughs> I'm kind of talking like you a tiny bit, like just yeah. that, that tone just a little bit shifted 
That was weird. <laughs> I fail if I don't cut corners. Yeah. Exactly. And like, like I need that certain outcome too much to not do it sometimes. Okay. That's, huh. You need that certain outcome to not do it so much at certain times. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So now exhibits. Let's look at exhibits. Progression people exhibit spontaneity and random versus uh, outcome people are very prepared all the time. They're always prepared for everything. Anything they ever do, they're prepared for it. They never wing anything. Outcome people don't wing things. Are you telling me you don't wing it? Winging is scary. No, not usually. <laughs> Winging is scary. But I remember you coming into my Twitch stream one time, just like very spontaneous and being all random about it. And you like literally winged the whole thing. You didn't plan that. You just showed up. I, I don't know. I can't explain why I felt like I had to do that. I had to show up. The opportunity was there. I had to do it. Okay. But I, on, I only take uh, like opportunities like that are really important to me. I actually have a bad habit of letting opportunities that I need to take advantage of slide. Like, um, I've been out of the military for six years now, and I still haven't even talked to the VA. Oh. <laughs> and things like that. Yeah, well, fair enough. Okay. So you've been out of the military for six years now, and you haven't talked to the uh, VA. But if you were outcome focused, you'd know that'd be a bad outcome for you. Would not an outcome focus be more motivated to talk to VA instead of waiting six years? I don't know what what if any percentage they would give me. Uh yeah. Seems like you're really motivated by introverted sensing fear. <laughs> fear is the your number one value, it seems. What about faith? Can't you have faith that things will work out? I do in some things, but <laughs> it's always just like, I don't know. It's always these weird specific things. I don't even know how to explain it. I'm sorry. Weird specific things. Do you have an example? Like... Like I knew, like I knew I was gonna get with my first husband. I knew we were gonna get a divorce before I married him. Uh, how? Why? I just knew. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess that's part of that water expert intuition thing, because you know, you being an SINE user. I guess a lot of it was. We were already we we were already fighting like really badly before we even got married. Okay, 
but you say if you if you really are an outcome purpose person then why would you get married if you knew that it was going to end up in divorce an outcome person wouldn't do that okay this is gonna look ugly <laughs> because you know we were really close uh, we had a kind of this odd understanding with each other even though like we did not agree on the way like he, he's almost textbook istp he stupid zoned me all the time and he was you know this is i have i struggle with this with ti users they're always correct even when i'm right and there's nothing i can do about it <laughs> can you give me an example of when you were right probably if i'd like let me try and remember that is like the best phone diddy i've heard anyway continue <laughs> I can only remember one argument I had with the, actually my INTP husband. That was, it was so it's so stupid though. It's so dumb. It has to do it had to do you disappeared. Oh, I disappeared. No. Yeah, don't do that. Hold on. No, come back. No, gosh, no, stop. Ah, what's happening? Okay. Um. All right, I, I'm here. It was, so my INTP was on Amazon at work. Okay. And he was looking around for something for my car. And he didn't buy it then because technically we can't use the computers for personal use. And I was like, you were already on Amazon at that point. You're already doing it. It like we get like he he wouldn't really even engage me in trying to like deconstruct like why he like why you know it, his technicality mattered at all <laughs> and I don't know how to explain it and another thing with the car um, there's a setting where I guess you can move the air through more than you know the vents in the front and on the floor. But that's supposed to, like, technically, that's supposed to circulate the air better. Technically, and, huh? Technically, it's supposed to uh, circulate the air better? Yeah, and I'm like, but it doesn't feel colder unless you do the other one. <laughs> <sighs> and, like, that's the only stuff I can think of now, because him and I don't really, because he's more open-minded than the ISTP. The ISTP hated just about everything I said, and I could never, like, defend myself. Defend yourself. Hmm. So, I actually, I don't know, he, you know, he stupid zoned me, and I thought he was a bad person. <laughs> or a careless, I thought he was heartless, and I've called him heartless before. That's I know better now. Most painful thing you could say to him. And I know better now. Actually, thanks to your video, I, I know better now. And we've actually, now we're on good terms, and I really have apologized to him for for that. Because I understand kind of more how he's wired now. And 
like he's just not wired to think the same way I am. <laughs> I think he was more of just trying to compete with you from a thinking point of view. Uh, it's just competition. Okay. Well, uh, if we want to, if you want to choose outcome, you can. Uh, we're going to go ahead and choose that. Let's move on to the next one. Well, the next one's uh, question three, initiating responding. Let's look at that one. Okay. I don't like this. No, I don't like this one because UTI users accuse me of initiating. Oh. But you only see me online. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? What, what does that matter? Because if you saw me through the other 90% of my day, you'd be shocked if I said anything that I, like, wasn't talking to a patient. <laughs> Did you know that's the same for me? No. Did you know that I barely talk to anyone? You don't initiate a lot? Not really, no. When I'm in my little comfort zone and I'm alone, I'm alone. Yeah, I, I, and well, I end I'm up looking about... like a, an introvert from the far. Well, I'm talking about within the group. Like, yeah, but I don't know how they still too. think. I don't. If I'm in a group of people that I don't know or people that may be uncomfortable, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to be like flying the wall mode. Well, the, I do really, really know these people. It's weird because we're, we're really close, but I keep a wall up, like a wall that they don't realize is there. Or at least I don't think they realize it's there. I don't realize it's there, huh? Huh? Wearing a mask, uh, huh? I kind of, well, I kind of wear a yeah. mask. Yeah, kind of wearing a mask, huh? Yeah. Because, because I really feel this need that they under, like, that they really understand me. That they really understand you. Yes. Preach it. <laughs> Preach. But yeah, oh, my gosh. I I, like, to. that is literally tattooed on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I, at the same time I don't want them to and it's kind of weird we're a workplace and we're this like close family at the same time and I don't I don't even know I still can't decide what to think about it <laughs> uh, I get so I get so like my my heart feels warm towards them and bitter at the same time because they, they try to understand and they can't. But I yeah, really want you've literally just described my relationship with my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a few of them actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally like, I totally get that. Like it the workplace wasn't built for me. So nothing they say is gonna like work or make it better quitting my job is what will make it better but then i'll miss them you will miss them i will yes huh. i'm sure and an I introvert also, wouldn't say that they miss people like that i don't miss everybody i would okay i would miss them i would also be glad to finally get away from them <laughs> you know what they're kind of like now that I think about it, they're kind of like my parents, too, because my parents didn't set me up for anything. And my supervisor is kind of like my mom. 
<laughs> okay. All right. You just interrupted yourself in your own sentence. They're kind of like my parents, too. That was initiating. Well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just know that, like, about 80% of my day, I'm literally, like, by myself doing my own thing, building my business. Like, in fact, last night, um, I was completely by myself for most of the evening. I drew, like, an extremely hot, searing bath. And then I got my my uh, my black magic journal because the Deathly Hallows. And in here is a lot of my calculations for algorithms and whatnot for building artificial intelligence based on uh, Jungian analytical psychology, etc. And I would not know how to do any of that. No, that's okay. You don't have to know how to do that. <laughs> but you know, I just and I was literally just laying down in the tub while calculating the whole time and it's interesting like i i started doing calculus without actually knowing it was calculus and i've never even taken a calculus class in my life so it's just kind of weird how it just kind of happened so i didn't even know it was a form of mathematics i was just like oh this is what i have to do to get this done you know i didn't know any different so anyway would you want to skip initiating or responding or do you want to say that you're responding? I'm looking at this, uh, like, like I said, you got, you guys might see the ten percent of me, but there's listen, uh, have people come to them. Oh my gosh, having to tell someone that it's time for my break. <laughs> God, like, can somebody please look at the board and find out that it's time for my break and tell me to go, please. <laughs> Uh, okay. I love I isolation. Although I don't think I would love to like that being alone ninety percent of the time. That's what I want so bad. One day, one day. One day. Okay. Resonance. Right. Resonance is like the key word of my life. Resonance. Interesting. All right. All right. What's next for you? Um, I guess we're, I'm just, I guess I'm just going downwards, systematic interest. Let's see. I wonder if I even know what a lot of the, use best practices. What is that supposed to mean? Uh, you find the best way of doing something or you want to do it the best way or else you won't do it at all. The way I think is best or the way it has been found to be the best by others? It depends. It depends I, if you agree if, if the way, if you agree that the way found by others, the best way is the best way to do it, then you're fine with it. But if you think that it's better if you do it a different way, you do it that way. Sometimes I don't, actually, most of the time I find myself admitting, I know this isn't the best way, but this is the way I can handle. Okay. Uh, moving Gold Coast, process over people. Oh, this, I guess this question's gonna be a little harder than I thought. Damn. <laughs> Hmm. 
Yep, systematic people do oh, so based you know on what? that first yes? sentence. Uh, that first sentence. If I would have read that first, I'm leaning towards interest. It's about everyone getting a little of what they want out of it. Well, in the scenarios, I do always try to find win-win. Okay, why though? What's your motivation there? Is it because it's the right thing to do or is it because you want to make sure that you're not wasting your time or you're not being left out if there's a reward? Are you okay with doing something nice for somebody and expecting something in return for it? Or are you okay with doing something nice for somebody uh, and not ex expecting anything in return? But then eventually after a while you get bitter because you've done it a lot. I think, I think, um... So I'm kind of cowardly and prefer to do things without uh, things in return, but sometimes I get secretly. Uh, secretly, huh? Better. Secretly better? Yeah. Systematic types do that all the time because when interest-based people give, there's usually a form of strings attached because they have an expectation that their interest is going to be represented at the same time where a I mean, systematic person gives, they don't always expect something in return, but oh, an interest-based I mean, person secret, almost does. I secretly expect something in return and I hope that they kind of figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, out. <laughs> but that's covert though and hope that they figure it out. That's a little bit covert. I know, I'm bad. Whereas, Interest not necessarily so covert on that. And I, like I usually don't mean to be like that. I have to convince myself not to be a scorekeeper when it comes to chores around the house and stuff. Uh, scorekeepers. Um, it's so bad, and it's all in here. So yeah, so you keep score, huh? Hmm. And I'm probably like inaccurate in my assessment of the score. So you have like literally no routine at all. You don't do the same thing every day. You just kind of uh, just kind of go for it. You I know. wish I could. So what I wish I could do is have different routines and pick one when I woke up. So I have, I would have like these full straight plan out routines, but I would get to pick which one I'm going to do that day. That's what I would like to do. But no, I have to wake I up. Know, that picking different routines, that kind of seems a little bit more progression and less outcome, because if you're outcome focused, you're gonna have the same routine. And then you know, and then having those routines is is a or, form of uh, systematic and not so much actually interest. Being able to pick those routines is more based on how I feel because I'm tired and I want an easy day today. I want an easy day most days. <laughs> I just need more time. <laughs> okay. In fact, over the past few years, I've almost gotten an obsession over, please let the day be easy. You know, <laughs> please, nothing exciting happen. <laughs> please let me rest a lot. <laughs> and that, I don't know. That's kind of more recent, I guess.
You said, in fact, over the past few years, that was another initiation, by the way. Anyway, uh, all right, so uh, which one are you going to pick, systematic or interest? Okay, so I do, if use a, so use a model, is that like, with the fact that when I, like, I can only write, oh my God, this is going to be so embarrassing. So I write fan fiction because the world's already built for me. Thank you. Is that like using a model? The fact that I do that instead of write completely original? Uh, I don't know. I mean, why, why, why not be completely original? You have original stories when you were little, right? Or younger? Um, well, most of my writing was uh, fan fiction or a project with uh, my closest friend. Okay. Or journals, journal, I journal so much. Oh, and evidence of systematic, you said earlier when you're talking about another thing with the car is there's a setting, I guess, where you can move the air to the vents in the front and the floor. And technically this one thing would circulate the air better. That's an example of systematic because that you're talking about the system. That was, no, that was my husband that told me that. Hmm. Okay. But he pushed that button and I didn't like it because <laughs> it didn't work as well. It didn't feel as good. <laughs> didn't feel as good. Okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes those ISTPs, like. He's, he's an INTP. Oh. And that's like the only argument we've ever so it had. Was, so, oh, okay. So your your current husband, the guy who visually looks like an INFJ. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I can kind of see that. But, I mean, his FE is just so FE inferior. Like, it's adorable. FE inferior? Let's talk about FE inferior for a second. It's the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> I love my INTPs. FE inferior. Let's talk about FE inferior for a second. Hashtag initiating. Hashtag change subject. Whatever. Okay, misresponding. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. So, systematic or interest? Come on. Let's do this. Okay. Okay. Sorry. This is this is scary. Must fulfill highest expression. Nobody must do anything. I don't like that. Nobody must do anything. I don't think I can answer this question yet. If we answer other questions, one we of the can answer other questions. Eliminated for me, right? That's right. That's right. Let's do affiliative versus pragmatic. All right, affiliated versus pragmatic. Let's do it. Pragmatic types are all about freedom and independence, and affiliative types are about interdependence and doing the right thing, even if it means taking away other people's freedom. Like, for example, here's an example of affiliated versus pragmatic. Affiliative people think it's all right to have mandatory COVID-19 vaccines in general. In general, people who are affiliative 
think that. And pragmatic people think it is not okay for anyone to force another human being to uh, take a vaccine. That's an example of affiliative versus pragmatic that's relevant to our current day and age. I mean, I think forcing is kind of pushing it, but you really, really should. Uh, that's the lab tech in me talking. <laughs> forcing it, yeah. And, but you really, really should. Okay, fair enough. I know, I know all of us will be, the mil you know, working at the clinic. Mm -hmm. we'll, be the, we'll be the guinea pigs. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, which of these uh, so far? What are you identifying with on the sheet? Understand. I have a little problem with conform because I do conform, but I wish we lived in a world where we didn't have to. You wish that we wouldn't have to conform? Yeah. Okay. But maybe that's because, maybe that's me kind of disliking the concept of FE. Because I hmm. do resonate with like mediate, openness, interconnection. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards affiliative. Okay. Affiliative, choose that. So you, you always want to ask permission all the time for everything that you do. Yeah. Um, pretty much, yeah. In fact, <laughs> my husband gets kind of like tired of me asking if I can do this and that. And he's like, what? Don't you have a will of your own? <laughs> That well, it's, not, it's not even it's not even that it, it's more like he's like are you are you my child or my wife oh my goodness <laughs> all right kind of child um does it get mad at you and where do you get mad or upset when other people are hurting other people or potentially uh -huh. going to hurt other people Yes, I do. Um, yeah, definitely that. And I project, I kind of have a bad habit of projecting what will bother him from myself. Like, um, you know, asking him to do this, do that, and all these kind of things that he ends up having to do. I, I somehow project that he's going to, like, not be happy about that but he has he, like we talked about it recently and he's like i don't care if you ask me to do this and do that i'm like huh that kind of hit me like i've been projecting that on you <laughs> so why was it so hard for me to ask you to vacuum today <laughs> maybe because you're hoping that he would just want to do it on his own i don't know <laughs> mm 
Fair enough. <laughs> All right, what's next? We got abstract concrete. Um, abstract. You're just auto abstract. No, I don't know if that's true though. Okay. <sighs> Why? Why not? So concrete is focused on tangibles such as the physical world, experience, expectations, observation. It's the what is. Concrete pursue, uh, perceives the five senses of sight, sound, touch, taste, and smell. Concrete asks what is. Concrete is present and past focused, proven and realistic, meaning you don't care unless it's proven. Uh, abstract is focused on intangibles, concepts, implications, visualizations, and meanings. It's the great what if. I find Future focused, myself... theoretical. Let's see, I find myself kind of having to combine concrete and abstract. Yeah. Together. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Okay. Can we delete that? <laughs> a a uh, live stream chat. FI users like to exalt themselves and make themselves look good. Ask yourself this question. When has Kaseo-chan gone out of her way to make herself look good on this chat or on the stream? Like seriously, cite the specific uh, timestamp where she's actually made herself look good. Anyway, uh, let's continue. Um, I can tell you when I do that at work every single day. <laughs> sure. I am always trying to impress them. Impress them how and why? Well, this is kind of an insecurity I have about being good enough to work with them. They're all so good and like, I don't know. I have a hard time showing that I'm good at, like I said, I'm, I know how to work at Scott Laboratory and I'm kind of good at it, but I don't know how to like actually show it. And I, I really struggle with that. Like, oh, one of the best things that ever happened to me was my supervisor had me, picked me as her backup to kind of run her section while she was gone. And oh, that was, oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you like you really like being picked huh it makes you happy and well that and it depends on what it is because if it's a client services thing with patients and the people i'm like no please no but if it's my supervisor having to pick someone to you know do the admin and the chemistry section i'm like that shows that she trusts that she trusts me with her that skill that skill level and you know that she picked me <laughs> it's cool all right i didn't know i was that excited about it you didn't know you're that excited well, about it huh that's cool i i knew when it when it happened and sometimes it's like i don't know i kind of don't like to admit how important that is to me Yeah, well, sometimes you don't know what's important. Um, okay, so. I'm gonna go with. Oh, abstract or concrete. 
Are you skeptical when people try to convince you of something? Yes. Just automatically? No. <laughs> okay. Um, are you always like theorizing or do you not, you want to know for sure that it is what it is? I am always, well, one of my, one of my things that I've always had to ask my ISTP was, have you considered this? Have you, you know, what about this? And he was always so focused on like what was tangible and right there and it drove me nuts. Yeah. Yeah, but that could be basic S-I-N-E to any S-E user, or especially an S-E parent or hero, because they're just so like, well, it's in the moment, so it's the most real. And that's, no, it's not, because you can change your mind in the moment just as fast, so it's not actually that real. Yeah, so. well, that he had, he kind of had almost no concept of the metaphysical at all. Yeah. <laughs> drove you nuts huh okay so so you have vision and idealism and you imagine the future and imagine if the dinosaurs were still alive so many things are possible as long as you don't know they're impossible imagine what we could accomplish if this project is completed i believe in the possibility of everything oh what do you think about this all my um all you know i thought i i kind of perceive myself as like having this fi world so all my any all the all my crazy craziness and abstractness is there to make my little fi life happen eventually one day <laughs> i'm i'm kind of uh stuck in si comfort though right now yep <laughs> fair enough Okay. Uh, not entirely sure though. But okay, you want to click extract? We can click extract. Yeah, I clicked extract. All right, what's next? I guess let's try spear bow sword mace. All right. Well, it's forcing me to click what spear if I bow. I want to be a bow and a mace. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> hmm. So, spear and bow, sword, mace. So, spear and bow are very sympathetic people, but sword, mace are very empathetic people. You talked about how you wanted to... Uh, how much you care about what other people you're always caring about other people and caring for them right well i'm not very i've actually lost friends because i'm not caring enough um which is really hard because i really feel like i am and they meant the world to me hmm. but i didn't like what do they accuse you of uh not contacting enough um kind of being they he kind of brought in my self-centeredness into it too and like i never mean to be self-centered but i i mean if you look at it if you try to look at it objectively I, 
you could see that I kind of was. Hmm. I always had excuses like my depression and my anxiety and my brain's not working today. I still feel like that and I wish it would go away, but it's not. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, you're my therapist today. Hi. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I lost uh, my best friends I still think about every day because of that. Right. I've I've been similarly accused. I've had some INFJs door slam me because they assume that because I'm not paying attention to them over a month that we're not friends anymore. And they just make that assumption. I don't know if he door slammed me. I don't know, like Sword and Mace is prone to self deprecation, but Spear and Bow is prone to superiority complex. I don't see you as having a uh, superiority complex. I um so my husband pointed this out and he, he even called me, "All right, miss, what she what do you say? Miss moral superiority?" And I was like, "Oh no, CS Joseph was right." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, he knows about you just the fact that I talk about MBTI constantly. It's like, "Oh, it, that, that first time I went and the, that I messaged you, I told him, I was like, oh, my God, I got a message from a celebrity. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that cool. <laughs> I'm not uh, that cool. Anyway, that was a tangent. Um, I'm yep. so sorry. He, um, but, yeah, he, he got me on that. Okay. You seem like you carry a lot of guilt around with you, though. Why are you so guilty? Guilt about what? Not being more. Not doing what you should. Not being strong enough. I feel like that this world doesn't let me be more. It doesn't let me stay in my home for... I mean, I wish I would get COVID already so I could like stay home for 14 days and work on myself like that. I don't live in that kind of world. I work in a world where you have to go to work and then you're tired. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Fair enough. All right. Well, the test is forcing me to pick Spear and Bow. Oh, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Let's dwell on this longer. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's and philosophers are studious and academic. They're all about faith, beliefs, ideas, prestige, looking good, make sure everyone knows about them. You know, they like to grandstand and make themselves look good in front of others all the time. Look at my badge, look at my achievements, look at how much money I have, you know. That's what philosophers are, right? So do you well, does that sound like you? Uh, for me, it's more like, how do I say, how, well, it's like, I got to make sure I have a good stream. I have to make sure when these people come to bring their dog sitter, uh, these dog people come to bring their dogs for me to sit, that I look like I'm, you know, focused and like ready to go. And like, I, I have a lot of knowledge and 
Uh, same at work. Uh, I hate it when patients ask me questions because if I don't know the best answer, it makes me feel crappy. <laughs> um, as far as being studious, I, I wish I could just study. I, would, I know exactly what I would study. I would be studying MBTI and astrology uh, and different cultures. I would be studying them nonstop. Why not do that? Because I'm tired. <laughs> right. I did when uh, there was when my work went to reduced hours. Um, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Okay. Because I could study so much. You initiated another point again, Miss Tangential tonight. Hmm. You disappeared again. Huh? You disappeared. Oh, I disappeared. Okay. I don't know why it does this. Choose this if you are. Oh, this one's already picked for me as well. Okay. Philosopher. It is already picked for you. <laughs> All right. What? Huh? And. It says you're interest-based. It's picked for you. And then it says informative. And I yeah. So informative today. Yeah. <laughs> and the result of that is, is that you would be an INFP. That's what the result is. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Don't say it. Don't so, say it. So... Audience, do you guys actually think she's an INFP? Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What does the audience say? I want to know. What does the audience say? Can I even look yet? Yeah, you can look now. <laughs> Finally, that was killing me. Why was it killing you? Tell me. Tell me why was that killing you? I need to know. Why do you need to know? Yes. Because it makes me feel better. About what? Uh-huh. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to have to read this whole thing. Oh, no. Is Am I going to be able to read the entire chat eventually? Will it be there? Okay. Melissa says, we thought INFP. INFP seems about right. Uh, got a bunch of them. Everyone's like, no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. ESTP. Who <laughs> called me an ESTP? <laughs> oh, my gosh. ISFJ. Rubik's no, Cube no, is... ISFJ. She's in the ENTP. ENFP. All right. Let's do the CSJ analysis now. Let's actually like look into the evidence, the actual physical evidence that I gathered throughout this entire exchange. An INFP wouldn't be content being a lab tech. I'm not content being a lab tech. It's safe. You're not content being a lab tech? No, I need to quit my job. Yeah, well, INFP would be fine. I know a few of them are, so, you know. 
And eventually like I will. My uh, husband and I kind of have an agreement that I will get to quit when he gets back from deployment. All right. Okay. So many people oh, going off. Someone said they love me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, someone said they love me. Gosh, doesn't that sound so F-E to you guys? Oh, someone values me. I'm happy. Right? Doesn't that sound so F-E? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 take a look. Now I should write vlogs. That would be so hard. You know, I've never met an INFP who runs away from home. They're triple affiliative. They submit to authority when they're young. I did. But they don't, but to the point where they'll still, they'll still just put up with it. I actually know a few INFP uh, clients of mine who are, who should have run away from home, but they never did. And they still actually live with their parents in their late twenties. Um, and I've been like, hey, Seriously, get out. But you actually did it. You actually did it. You actually took action in that area. It was hard, but I I, I did it. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is, is that that action is not actually indicative of an INFP. Also, an INFP basically has an attitude that they're better than others. Not once in this entire exchange did I ever get the feeling that you believe that you were better than somebody else. You were actually more concerned about not being good enough. You actually literally said that. Shall I? Not, uh, good, not good enough for this world. Not good enough. Yeah. Which is a very Eeyore, extroverted feeling, self-deprecation point of view to have. It's guilt. That's that's what. Uh, I'm not guilty. I'm mad. Why are you mad? Why do I have to be go 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 do do do? That's why. I'm not like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because you are put in an environment where you are forced to be a certain way, and your mind is trying to reject that basically. And just to survive, you had to do what you had to, to do to survive, right? Because it's all about being a survivor, right? It still is. Yeah. I am so lazy, but it's not like lazy as in I don't wanna. It's... Ah. I don't know if you remember the YouTube comment I made on one of your videos. It's like, did you ask why I was on my phone all day? Was it because yeah. I thought that's what I wanted to do? Or was it because I'm tired and YouTube is comforting and easy? <laughs> right. <I don't... laughs> that's fine. So what are, the, what are your greatest fears? Greatest fears? Oh. Lay, them out, lay, lay, lay them out for me. Hmm. That my husband will eventually get tired of this and leave me. That's my biggest, biggest, biggest fear. And, and even I know he's not going to do that. 
I I actually don't think he will either. <laughs> I I definitely can identify with you in uh, not feeling wanted with people. I I mean I used to I used to I used to weigh three hundred pounds when I was fourteen. Like I I I weighed in at two eighty seven when I was fourteen years old when I was starting high school. Um. Like I, I was never wanted by like anyone growing up, you know. See, I got really lucky. People want me, and I'm hard to deal with anyway. I my first uh, real relationship was just that he loved me, but he he couldn't he couldn't deal with this, and he shouldn't have had to. And that's my second husband, or I'm my first husband. I'm sorry, it was a weird slip. Um, my first husband, I thought he was a jerk until I learned about ISTPs. Um, you know, he wasn't meant to be a, like a caretaker for someone like me. This INTP, he's really stretching that FE inferior. And he's, it's almost like he knows exactly how to take care of me. And I forgot. Sometimes I have to remind myself that we talked about it because I learned that I have to, you know, find someone who's okay with this. And I sometimes I get worried, that, even though I already learned that he is okay with playing the caretaker. <laughs> yeah. Being a bleeding heart, folks, has nothing to do with FI dominant. Like, seriously. That doesn't mean anything. Shame versus guilt, folks. Pay attention to that. All right. So, um, INFPs don't marry twice. I kind of find. I'm not sure that's true. No, I am not going to say ISFP. Like, seriously, no. Like, seriously, no. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> OMG, just tell us I'm dying here. All right, I'm going to go through the evidence. Let's go through the evidence that I actually have. Okay. Um, oh, uh, your camera. Oh, my camera. Got it. I meant to tell you earlier, and then I forgot. I'm sorry. It's fine. All right. Uh, there we go. Thank you. I don't know why that keeps breaking. Okay. So uh, anyway, the point is just using just straight up logic here. Um, let's 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 have me do it. I'm gonna say that you're sword and mace, for sure. You're absolutely like sword and mace uh, because you seem to make decisions based on what's actually like true or false, and you're very very caring for other people. Uh, and you know how other people feel, and it makes you light up like a Christmas tree when you know that someone values you. Like when you're talking about your supervisor trying to, you know, choosing you and 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 having, uh, you know, faith in your incompetence, you know, towards you, right? And like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely do it. You know what I'm saying? That kind of a thing. You're also very modest about your achievements and things that you have done in your life. But you're never like going out of your way to, 
you know, really come off as this person uh, who is better than other people. And that's just naturally what FI users do constantly. And uh, you're a very authentic person. And the more authentic a person actually is, the less FI they are, because authenticity actually comes from the sword. It comes from TI, not FI. FI wants to be authentic. They're trying to become authentic. That's why they often claim they're authentic, but they're not. It's actually the TI users that actually are. I think FI is really focused on what resonates with them, whether it's actually true true or not <laughs> uh yes you can you can make that argument but the difference is is that fi still has to be constantly saying well how do you know that how do you know that how do you know that and anytime i've made a point you never provided that te challenge this entire conversation you never well, did because i already know that i I can't like actually win an argument even when I'm right. I I disagree. You just have to be willing to fight for it. You have to be like not so afraid. You, you because if you were less of a coward at using your words, right? Well, you would actually be able to put your foot down. It's skill too. It is skill. But the thing is though is that you have to be willing to dig your heels in and have faith that regardless of what's going to happen to me, I'm still going to get through. I don't think I don't think you've actually learned that and your mind has had to build different neural pathways to try to adapt to that situation because you're still coping with your fear on a regular basis. It just seems to me that, you know, fear is your number one motivator, you know, as a result. Um, so so I, I, I have to put down sword and mace uh, for you. Now, I do agree 100 percent earth and water. Like straight up, you're definitely an introverted sensor. You're constantly going in the past and telling stories from your point of view using a lot of I statements. You're not really talking about other people unless the subject itself is really actually about other people. Otherwise, you're sharing your experience in your past the entire time. This would mean that you're automatically a crusader type, an SFJ or an NTP, automatically a crusader. Because you, you literally said earlier, uh, like at the very, very end of this, you know, you know, it's, I don't like the world this way. I live in a world where I go to work and you're tired and I hate it and it's unfair. Okay. Fairness is important to you. You know, philosophers don't care about fairness as much as long as the fairness is, it's as long as the fairness is on their side. They don't necessarily care so much if well, things are actually fair. Not, the fairness is definitely not on my side. <laughs> It, it isn't. And that's why you're like, this world sucks because, you know, it's just not fair. And when you're talking about fairness fair as much as you... Most, it's fair for like ESTJs. It's fair for them. You're right. It is fair for them because that's what, I mean, even the military and our entire academic educational system is based on that level of fairness. So um, apparently they can't see the screen. I'm, uh, I've been frozen for a while, and I don't know why. Hi. Oh, my camera. Oh, my camera's still on. Oh, maybe the chat's actually just behind. I can see it just fine. Uh, and I just refreshed. So, 
Oh, did I pause the video? I think I paused the video. No, oh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just paused or had the video paused for some time now. <laughs> yeah. So just so just 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 with the basics, just looking at the basics of your cognitive functions and the basics, you know, like definitely a crusader. There's no way you're a philosopher. You're too you're like you're way too empathetic. Um, and you're when you talk about your biggest fear that my husband will leave me, that says two things that he won't want me anymore or he won't value me anymore or both. And it really just brings you to a point where that just makes you sad and really afraid. I get that. I totally get that. Um, and I understand how that can be a, a, a serious you know, situation. But yeah, what's wrong with the world? You know, like it's it's a big issue. Um, what? What do you want? Can you speak to me? So, <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, like definitely a crusader. Like I, I, I can't, I can't really go on more than that. Um, abstract versus concrete is a little bit difficult because going through, like, if I wanted to claim concrete, like when when you actually tried to be abstract, you were actually able to be abstract. But for the most part, you never actually went into that standpoint at all. It was kind of more mostly concrete throughout, but I'm going to skip that one because it's a little bit more difficult uh, to see because I could argue either or. Affiliated versus pragmatic is also insanely difficult as well because I could argue both sides very easily throughout. Uh, I absolutely maintain you are systematic, hands down. But then again, that's a product of being a crusader. Just like uh, being a crusader also automatically means you're informative. So then it comes down to progression versus outcome and initiating versus responding. Now, you constantly, you have interrupted me multiple times during this discussion. You have gone on tangents by yourself. And I technically have more evidence of you being uh, initiating than responding based on this. I do. I technically have more evidence of you being initiating than responding. Um, it's it's interesting. I think there's a chance that you've gone very, very deep uh, in your mind, you know, at least in terms of your subconscious to try to hide. Because you seem to be like really, really good at hiding. Um, but you are very shy, you know, so it's, it's, it's really hard to say. But, you know, resonance, I understand how that is. Um, so, but like the scenario says for me, awkward silences happen because I'm waiting for someone or something new to respond to, right? But we never had an awkward silence this entire time because you always filled the gap. You always said something new. Yeah, but that was with you. <laughs> why, why is that different with me? I don't know, actually. Right. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe NTPs might be just another type that I can have good conversation with. Like, what? I, I okay. can talk INTPs, INFJs, INTJs, and maybe ENTPs now. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Okay, so uh, I understand that. Um, so 
what's what are you more afraid of are you more afraid of uh no one listening to you or are you more afraid of um are you more afraid of being unwanted or are you more afraid of someone not valuing you are you more afraid of um of of change and your personal safety being threatened hmm i think i act more on the personal safety thing I would say so as well. And that's fear of change. And fear of change is indicative of introverted sensing inferior. And there's so many statements that you've made throughout this entire thing where it's always about my comfort. You've, you have prioritized comfort above everything else. Now, a lot of people would say, well, that's indicative of SI hero because SI hero is the strongest. My I disagree with that because the inferior function is actually the highest priority of the ego, not the hero. I think I need to let these doggies out before they go crazy. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. Marky Mark, what's the evidence? Like, that's a nice opinion, but uh, what's the evidence? Yeah, who let the dogs out? Okay, I'm back. Okay, cool. Oh, I, I saw a comment about ESTJ earlier, and I, <laughs> I've actually been practicing. Oh, we can't see you. No, oh, I forgot. I've been using, so I feel like my SI is kind of good and bad because I do use it as like a comfort, but it also makes me like kind of good at doing the whole, you know, list thing and, um, you know, routine thing. I kind of resent it a little bit. Why? I don't know. Probably because the TE doing it part is hard. <laughs> oh yeah that's for sure so, well i feel like i've been using this app called habitica which you do these lists and you have to do you have to check them off every day to make sure you don't like lose your hit points and die <laughs> and it's actually kind of cool um and like i was doing that and i've literally been getting headaches from doing from like like you know doing all the tasks and like uh so much doing. <laughs> and, and I feel and I feel like that's me trying to stretch that ESTJ subconscious because I learned it from you, CS Joseph. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm trying to stretch that and it literally gives me headaches. Yeah. 
Oh man, the audience sure doesn't doesn't like anything of what we have to say. Apparently, this evening, hilarious. Um. So yeah, I don't I don't see how you're too slow either. So you don't what? Uh, yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, wasn't that very uh, low SE, folks? Very low SE. Wait, All what, right, so... what happened? <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I really don't. I really don't see you as someone who is outcome. I, I just, I just don't see that. You weren't really certain about, you know, your life or about organizing it in a way that uh, makes sense. Like, especially from like a J side of things, you know, you kind of just let each day happen to you. And you even said earlier, it's like, okay, yeah, you know, I just hope this is a really good day. And I'd like to have a bunch of different routines and just choose the one on the day that I want to do on that day for whatever reason, you know, that's not outcome. That's more of that's more of progression because if it was outcome you'd have all of that completely locked down and outcome people are usually more locked down especially from you know uh, in handling their 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 careers etc and going in that direction i just think like there's a good chance that your subconscious is having a lot of fear i mean you even admitted that you know, when you look at the four fears, uh, according to crusader type, that your biggest one is fear of change, fear of the unknown, right? I think that's the one I act on the most. Yeah, well, that's that's the reality. If you act on it the most, then that is more of the inferior function, you know, if you act on it the most. It's an additional evidence statement. Because if you really were an INFP, it would be so easy to like blackmail you. It would be so easy to talk mad shit about you behind your back and destroy your reputation. And you'd be super mega hurt by that. Whereas to like a crusader, they're like, wow, you destroyed my reputation, but people still value me anyway. So who cares? Oh, uh, uh, if I got blackmailed, I would be destroyed. Okay. So why would you be destroyed though? Could you explain that to me? I'm trying to see if we'll try. Okay, sorry. Um, what was your question again? My camera went out. Lol. Uh, I hate my camera system. Come on. There we go. I hate it. All right, so uh, what was the question again? <laughs> my, my, so the, the question is, is that like, how? I think that's more Essie trickster than demon. Why does it keep going? It's so annoying. Why does it keep going? So, so, so you're really so. So you're more so you're more afraid of change, and you act on change and like personal threats to yourself more than what other people think of you. Like your reputation, your status. Like for example, are you gonna buy a car that's like really really fat, flashy? Is that a value to you, right? 
Is that really is that really it? If you're gonna buy a car that's really flashy, because it's gotta be that name brand. You gotta make sure you got the best stuff, right? No, you know? not flashy. It has to be a car that they'll that they'll uh, think was a good choice for me. That they will think is a good choice for me. That's an extroverted feeling statement. That is not a TE statement. That is an FE statement. Remember, extroverted feeling, you could still use the words they think because thinking could be an F or a T, right? It could be either or. So, you know, if other people think it's a good choice, so that means that what you're really saying is if other people feel it's a good thing for me to have this car, then I'm going to make that decision. That's FE. No, more, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, so they could tell me what the best thing to do is, but it doesn't mean I do it. And then I have to worry about explaining my so logic. They, so, so then, so then, so then they tell you, they tell you that what they think is the, what they feel is the best way to do something, but I might not do it. You said you, you might not do it, which is a sign of pragmatism right there because you might disagree with them it's well it's not that but it's also like i can't help but do what i want to do yeah you can't help do what you want to do because that's pragmatic but if you were affiliative you'd go along with them you go along with the crowd but you're not that's my main point there's no like how can you be affiliative if you're just going to do what you're going to do anyway you can't be affiliative you just can't, not in that model. Look at that, look at that movement. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm putting, I have to put a point down for pragmatic. You asserted your independence when you're talking when you're talking about this model, it's like, yeah, just because these people think it's the best thing for me to do and, and and it's what they feel, it doesn't mean that's what I'm going to do. It doesn't mean that's the decision I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make my decision, right? Whereas an FI user is quite influenced, especially an affiliative FI user, they're quite influenced by what other people think in that regard. And they're gonna feel better about making that decision because they're more safer as an affiliative FI user of going with the crowd because they have the TE survey what combined with the affiliative of I want to to agree with those people, right? Hmm. So, uh, yes, the flash. Thank you. The flash said exactly right. I think Chase is genuinely disappointed in all you people guessing wrong. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you, Flash, for pointing that out. Uh, it, how how are you disappointed if they were guesses? Because I want people to become more skilled at using the type grid on their own. That's really all I ever want. I want them to be so skilled at it. I even had to like train SI user or SE users recently on how to use the type grid in a visual way so they can actually learn visual typing so that they don't have to rely on the type grid dichotomies as much because their expert sensing is able to gather in all those physical features of somebody's face. Um, and hold on a second. Sure.
because Lucas Martinez, even any hero can hurt as much as an NE inferior can. But it's not her number one motivator. If you look through the conversation the entire time, the number one motivator is actually um, relating to uh, her comfort level, my comfort. And she's even admitted that multiple times in this. Yay, she's back. Kind of. So, you know, I'll let you guys in on a little something. I'm actually freaking out about what you guys think about my dogs barking and whining and me leaving the camera and I don't mind I am going I I know you might not mind but I'm gonna be thinking about this all night and there's nothing that's gonna change it even if you <laughs> so so okay but why 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 is that a problem like what what, what what's gonna happen like what's gonna happen no one here is complaining about your dogs <laughs> like, literally no one no one minds I'm in fact i think the audience loves your dogs actually well i'm not not worried about I, of course we love the doggies they're babies <laughs> yeah yeah so what, what's the problem my ability to handle it in front of all of you guys. What do you mean your ability to handle what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry to explain. Use your nano suit. What's a nano suit? <laughs> What's that? I don't know. Type the dogs. <laughs> I already told you they're brats. That's their type. Another sign of uh, another sign of pragmatism is uh, you know just automatically choosing on your own and uh, you know going in and off the stream and whatnot, which most people. Oh, uh, I didn't want that to happen. Well, it doesn't I matter if you know. want it to happen. You still made the decision. Yeah, you know? because the dogs could have done something to hurt each other and that would be the end of my life i understood and you took that responsibility i appreciate that and, I, and i'm not judging you for it. i'm just saying you know that's a that's a thing um you know very abstract point because you're saying oh this could this bad thing could have happened i had to prevent it you see it's also indicative of sine etc from that standpoint so um Oh, your dog, <laughs> Red. <laughs> the Red's, the good, Red's the good boy, but he likes to bark whenever I'm on stream or anything. <laughs> yeah, Red's the good boy. Uh, and so I have to put down a point for initiating. I just have to, because you just initiated that statement with Red. You're initiating constantly. You're initiating getting on and off the stream. You're initiating with the dogs. You're initiating with me. You interrupt yourself mid-sentence on a couple of times. You've interrupted me as well. Am I human? Uh, yeah, so like I have to say initiating. I, I have to. I don't have a choice in the matter. I, I don't. You know, I am being forced to do this based on the evidence. Like I have to say initiating. And I think maybe it's because 
you didn't exactly learn how to be comfortable around new people consistently and weren't forcing yourself in those new situations consistently, that you weren't able to really learn that you could actually initiate with people more so and then you got stuck in your comfort zone which puts you in this place where you are in responding mode all the time and this happened to me because with the abuse in my own life i had to learn how to stop being so responding all of the time and expect people to come to me because when i was in my depraved state because i was so afraid of change and when i got afraid of change i became really selfish I became really depraved, like an ENFP would, but an SI inferior, regardless of which type they are, they could be pretty depraved anyway. So even an ENTP could be super depraved. That I would be stuck in my comfort zone. And even when I was around people, I'd have this wall up. You even admitted to having this wall up. You admitted to, have, to wearing a mask, just like an ENTP would. Kind of. You know, so, well, you're not being, you're not being real. It doesn't matter. Like, you're not being real because you have that wall up. Because you're protecting yourself not being false it, it, it is you're right it, it is because you have that sincerity and insincerity at the same time and you're very very neutral with your point of view and it's like hey and doing nothing wrong because i'm being neutral it's all good i'm neutral but no one's more neutral than an entp you know so i have to put a point down for initiating i just have to and the test then forces progression and the test then forces uh um pragmatic it forces abstraction and like i'm sorry by by my analysis you're an entp like you fit it all yeah this stream took a lot longer guys because it's really hard for me to type my own type it's hard it's really hard it takes a lot of time for me sometimes to type my own type but i would rather be accurate and verify over and over and over i mean let's Let's look at let's look at the evidence. You know, um, I hate that argument so much. I do initiate from time to time. I am friends with INTPs. What would our conversations ever be if I didn't initiate? She said that at the beginning. That was an initiated statement on its own. <laughs> she initiated that point. I didn't even say anything. Okay, and she's <laughs> like, she's like, like, where do I start at the beginning? That's an NE statement because she wants to know. She's trying to figure out where I want her to start. Oh, I play video games on Twitch and on social media. That's an SI statement. I play Pokemon on Mondays and Zelda too on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. She's talking about her schedule, her little system of streaming that she has. I'm supposed to do subscriber streams on Wednesdays, but I don't always do that. Okay, well, if she was affiliative, she'd be doing what she was supposed to do. That's actually a point towards progression. And on Fridays, I'm supposed to do Wind Waker. I do love Zelda a lot. I do not engage with as much as I used to, though. Uh, I'm a lab tech for the military. Why am I in the military? My parents said so. Uh, I actually remember I had to do this assignment where we had, I literally didn't even know what a loan was or that I could get one. When I was 18, I went to college not knowing how to pay my bills. I, I, I lied my way into college, by the way. Like, I, I completely just, you know, whatever. Um, and I... Because it was that or homelessness, you know, I kind of got desperate. I didn't even know how to do my own laundry, okay? Like, I was pathetic. I was really pathetic at 18. My parents didn't exactly teach me those basic life skills. And I had to ask my RA for help to do my own laundry. Like, I, I felt so stupid, honestly, that I would have to burden him and ask him with that. And then I'm like, great, now he's not going to want me around anymore because how much of a loser I am, you know? And... um uh, uh, 
you know, I, I, I did the math, you know, I can't afford college in 50 years, you know, it's not going to work. Uh, TBH, it's kind of embarrassing, you know, because I was in the Air Force. I did not do well in basic training. I was carried by my whole flight, if I'm being honest. You know, so by you admitting that you were carried by your whole flight, you, while it seems embarrassing, the fact that you actually took the action proves that there's no way you're an INFP because an INFP wouldn't be caught dead admitting that in public. No, it wouldn't well, happen. I would look worse uh, not admitting it because my whole flight knows. <laughs> so it, it's better to play the innocent, thank you for carrying me. Yeah, but, which is a very F-E-E-N-T-P form of manipulation. <laughs> I, mean, I did appreciate it because they Cause gave me my Because you're manipulating the social norms to your advantage. Not, well, do. not the well, rules to your advantage. It's more it's like I don't want them to get me wrong and think that, like, you know, I'm trying to be conceited. But yeah, yeah, not looking conceited. That's a very FE thing. Whereas FI users don't care about whether or not they look conceited or not. They just don't because it's like my achievements, my status, my titles. I'm better than you. They all do that eventually. Every FI user does that eventually. You haven't really done that this entire conversation, like not once. I'd look pretty dumb trying to do that. Exactly. So would I. Oh my gosh, so would I. I would look so dumb doing that because, you know, but you're it's like, actually competent and But I don't have any credentials. You see what you're I'm like saying? <laughs> I know. We don't have credentials, but we still I make it work that. anyway because we don't give up because we still I, work hard. You I know. Want Oh, I want those credentials. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'll admit, yeah, so do I. But I'm not going to work for a bullshit system that's going to screw me over and take advantage of me either. And they're also going to force me to do things I don't want to do, like those people telling you that you should buy this car. And you're like, that doesn't mean I'm going to buy that car. You know, it doesn't mean I'm actually going to make that decision because pragmatic. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to do it. Exactly. You know? Uh, I knew they were kind of annoyed. That's an FE statement. Backing out, I wouldn't have anywhere to go. That's SI statement fear. I had to let them carry me. That's an SI statement and talking in the past, and it sucked. I mean, it's not their job. That's an FE statement saying that it's not their job to make sure that little Kaiser is going to pass the BMT. Again, that's a very pragmatic way of saying with your FE, like, hey, you know, it's not their responsibility, but, you know, it's not their job to do this, you know, but I, I did it. You know, and then she, and then uh, going on further, uh, uh, it's kind of no, it's kind of funny for me. It's the most freedom I have. You're already talking about how important freedom is important to you. If you're affiliative, you wouldn't have said that. But the fact that you're talking about freedom here, it's an example of pragmatism. I had to, as long as I lived under her roof. This is my SI duty. I'm in this dorm, and I'm even having a netbook now. I'm allowed to be online. Uh, we have curfew 0600 and then march to school together. You're talking about a system at that point in the process. That's actually systematic of you to say, not so much interest. I haven't really seen an interest-based statement this entire night with you, like at all. I, I really haven't. You're just telling well, me the way things are and then well, like how you go about doing it. The rest of my, the rest of my non-work life is revolved around my interests. 
Yeah, but that has but it being interest based has nothing to do with one's own interests because you could argue that's like an introvert intuition type of thing or an introverted sensing type of thing because you could be interested in what experiences and what comforts or creature comforts that you're trying to seek out. What experiences are you seeking? What tastes are you are you experiencing? Where is my where am I going to get my dopamine fix for my introverted sensing, etc. Right? That is more of what that means. Uh, so it's not it's not the same thing in that in that regard you know the interest base is like hey you know i'm not going to do something unless i know i'm getting a reward for myself and i don't care if you get a reward or not but i better get a reward as long as i get mine you know you know i kind of i kind of screw myself over that way because i kind of am like that and that's why I don't like do. But you also stuff. said earlier. But you also said earlier that you often do favors for other people right. without expecting something in return, and then eventually you do start expecting something in return because you've done it a lot. And then another thing I do though is I I am kind of like kind of stuck in this job, and like the reason I don't like practice my guitar all the time or do the things I really want to do is because I don't know if it'll get me anywhere, get me anything. Fair enough. Okay. This is tough. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. But again, you disagreeing with me in that fashion also shows you're a TI user, not an FI user. Like, like I don't know what else to tell you. The evidence is clear. You're an ENTP. Like, you're just, the thing is, you've never allowed yourself to be because you've had people not value you and not want you your whole life because of you trying to be who you were. Because you'd have to risk being a pariah. You'd have to risk being rogue. You know, I, I kind of knew that this was, what, hold on. I was having a thought and then it ran away. <laughs> You were having a thought that was running oh, away? That's very I mean, indicative of a I starter type, don't you think? Okay. Um, so you're you have the you have the evidence, but like does that mean you're right? <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, unless 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 you're putting on a mask and trying to be someone that you're not. I mean, like, I can only go by the input that you've given me based on the questions that I've asked, based on the information that we've we've shared throughout this, you know, and what and the and your story. Like, I I can only do so much. You you literally walk around feeling overwhelmed. When I'm overwhelmed, I just shut down. I just I, I, I shut down. I can't like to the point where I'll just sit there and stare at something all day long and not get anything done even like getting an email that i have to respond to by a certain time i'm just like no i can't do it and i'm just like uh you know and I, and I and i can't get to that point my you shutdowns I mean? look a little different so my my shutdowns look like me uh working anyway even though i'm not even like really there <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's like it's like i just i just disappear from inside of my own body and i'm like i'm just and i'm just like eh, doing this just suffering just enduring right it's just this enduring thing and it's really annoying um uh 
So uh, now I get tired after being on my feet and patient after patient. And lately, I just don't know why it's worse than usual. I mean, honestly, it might be a health-related situation. Um, I'm going to see if I can maybe actually get you, um, if you're interested, a session with John Brisson, a really dope health guy who may even be able to give you some advice if you'd be willing to trust him with some of your health issues to actually help you, you know, get through the day more and have more energy. I bet your adrenals are completely shot. You know, oh, they probably are. I rely on caffeine so bad to survive. Now, you know, it always bothers me. You got to exercise and eat well, but I'm too tired to do that. That's one of the reasons why you're so subconscious focused is because you've developed so many neural pathways uh, within your brain because of the amount of caffeine that you rely on a regular basis when you need to actually fast from caffeine and take time off for the withdrawals for like four weeks well, I to can't start rebuilding your brain. I, I know you can't, but it's what you need. It's what, that's what any NTP needs to do in that situation. And because, because you're having, because you're consuming so much caffeine, you're actually shutting down your testosterone production because the adrenals can't produce testosterone when they're producing cortisol to deal with the fact that you have caffeine in your system every 18 hours. Because the half-life of caffeine in your bloodstream is 18 hours. It takes caffeine 18 hours to get out, but you're already re-upping within that 18-hour window. To get by, yeah. So thus your adrenals are producing cortisol constantly and not able to produce testosterone, which leads to weight gain, stress, cancer, uh, tiredness, constant fatigue. I bet Dr. Berg, Dr. Eric Berg, would label you an adrenal type. I highly recommend you check out his YouTube channel, Dr. Eric Berg, B-E-R-G. He's an ESTJ, totally dope, dope dude, and uh, very, uh, very good health guru. And literally watch everything on adrenals and watch everything he's got on circadian rhythm. And I guarantee you, if you just make those changes, you'll have so much more energy and you won't be stuck in your ISFJ side of your mind. I literally think these mind-altering substances that you're on are literally pushing you into your subconscious, making you appear to be somebody who's behind the scenes, making you appear to be ISFJ and keeping you from being in your ego, which is inhibiting your happiness, quite frankly, and, 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 and not really allowing you to be who you are. But you used it as a survival mechanism, this caffeine as a survival mechanism to be in that situation. But you have got to fast from every mind-altering substance you've got. You have got to fast because if you don't, you're going to cause, I mean, you're 29, but you're going to cause some major health problems for you in your 30s, late 30s, early 40s. You've got to get away from it. I know, but how? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I hope your husband is, is safe during... Um, uh, during his deployment, he comes back home to you and he's able to, to keep that promise to you where you're able to quit your job and just rest. And you, like you literally need like two months of fasting and just doing nothing to reset your entire brain, rebuild those neural pathways. And so that your ego, so that your mind is not defaulting to your ISFJ side to just be able to endure all of the hardship so that you can let go of that hardship, get out of your subconscious and get back into your ego and literally be who you are. Because it would be so easy for me to just type you as an ISFJ, but reality, your ego still bleeds through. You still initiate, you still are pragmatic, such that I cannot say, 
beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are in fact an ISFJ. I can't do that. I really can't. And this is why, you know, even some people think that it's easy for you to think you're an INFP or it's easy to think you're an INTP. If you were to take the MBTI test, like I, I like at, um, gosh, a human metrics, the human metrics MBTI test, which is free online. If you're going to take that test, you would score an INP easily because the test is just not aware of all these little dynamics with, mm -hmm. you know, how you're doing things. You would easily score that. And it's because you're cute like an NTP would be, but you look like a behind the scenes NTP because you're stuck in your ISFJ behind the scenes shadow. You see what I'm saying? But the initiating, the the pragmatism, it's very pragmatic for you to go on and off the stream like that. I mean, I literally almost got off the stream to go get my cat and get her off my other desk in this room because I'm like, seriously, get off. You know, that cat, my, my INFP cat just can't be there at all. It's just driving me nuts. And the same way that your dogs are driving us. And we would have literally oh, have exhibited the same behaviors. That's at all. I'm, I'm speaking euphemistically, of course. Oh, um, so uh, because I know like my issue is, is that other people's stuff that are on that desk would be affected by her being on the desk and she's ripped stuff up before or clawed certain things, you know, or, you know, or trying to sharpen her nails, et cetera. I, I had to prevent that outcome. Just like you had to prevent the dogs from like doing something that they shouldn't be doing. You know what I'm well, saying? If they, well, if they would have hurt each other, that would be. Right. And she would have hurt someone else's stuff and that wouldn't be okay. And that's a sign of extroverted feeling. Well, this is why you're not an INFP. You're that, an you're FE user. That makes me totally incompetent and my dog sitting business would be out for good. Yeah, that's very, very fair. <laughs> you're aware of the consequences and you said, and you said that would make me incompetent. <laughs> And then that would make my that would make my dog sitting business, uh, you know, be gone for good. That was a logical statement. You literally made an if then statement just now. Okay, you're not an FI user, contrary to the beliefs of this audience. You know. So, so based on that, it's 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 really you know, it's it's the same thing. So. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I get Marky Mark, that's the case, but sometimes you have to deal with people who are outliers. Like, I don't care how regular your TE parent sees it, dude. Seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, the point is look, I, like I told you, you know, I will give you a uh, I'm going to go to your account right now uh, in the back end. I'm going to give you ISFJ. I'm going to give you ENTP. And I just want you to watch all of them just so that you can compare and contrast within the context of, you know, who you are and arrive to your own conclusion. But my conclusion is ENTP. I, it's funny. I even announced from the very first, like, what, 15 seconds of meeting you for the first time. It seemed like, oh, okay, yeah, she's an ENTP. You were informed of initiating movement right off the back. You were constantly initiating with everybody on the Among Us stream on a regular basis. If it's still there on Twitch, people could go watch it again for the first time. And I'm like, wow, that's an ENTP in the house. And you're like, no, I'm an INFP. And like, <laughs> I'm like, no, you're you just initiated like six times. Like, you're judging me. <laughs> I'm not judging you at all. I promise. <laughs> I'm not judging you. 
I I actually like you a lot. No. <laughs> that's true. Like I do. I do. I do like you a lot, and I want you to be in this community, and I want you around. Like oh seriously. I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. Like I I I think you're cool. I think you're cool, and furthermore, um, if you and your husband you know, need assistance from me personally, like just message me on Facebook. Like I got like a bunch of trainings that help people with entrepreneurship and help them get their businesses up off the ground. And if you folks want to free yourselves from the system in some capacity, I'd be happy to assist. I mean, you know, I just give you guys some basic training and some books to read, etc. After you fasted, of course, and freed yourself from these mind altering substances like caffeine, after you've done that, um, and then you can actually, and then both of you can work together to create a better life for yourselves. That way you don't have to suffer with him going away on, the, on deployment, for example. And then you don't have to keep suffering as a lab tech and you can just have a better future. Like, I think that's more valuable for someone like you, you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, just, you know, honestly, like it's, it's really important, uh, you know, to consider that. Um, but like I said, you know, I, I can't be some person to just tell you, oh, you're this, even though I know that I'm right, but it doesn't matter because like you said, resonance matters to you, right? So <laughs> you, if you want to believe you're an INFP, great. You can go ahead and believe you're an INFP. I fully support that. No problem. I'm going to give you the resources to research and consider maybe I'm not actually an INFP so that you can come to that conclusion on your own. It's really hard to convince a TI parent of anything. Let's be honest. It's really hard to convince a TI hero of anything too, but it's especially difficult to convince a TI parent. It's really I'm, hard. I'm looking forward, like even like no matter what conclusion I draw after um, reading and studying ENTP, I think the information is gonna be helpful either way. I find myself very lucky to be getting it. Yeah, well, I, I'm happy to help. Um, the thing is, is that it's more important to me that you resonate with the type and you come to a higher understanding of it. That's the most important thing to me. I could be right all day long, all but it, at the end of the day, it kind of, it's immaterial because you have to come to that conclusion on your own. And that's, that's why I had like, a, I literally had an identity crisis when my INFJ mentor got in my face and he's like, and he proved to me Oh, wow, Chase, you're the loudest person at this table. You're obviously an extrovert. Why the hell do you think you're an INTJ? And it just crushed me. And it literally took me six weeks to kind of like process it and figure it out. And I kept on challenging and thinking over and over and over. And then I started doing if this, then that constantly. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, that's actually logic. Oh, you see? And then I realized, crap, he was right all along. I had my entire life organized around the fact that I believed I was an INTJ. And I'm not. And it was just so, it was so sad uh, that, you know, so much time, like six years of my MBTI experience, and I'm just like, oh, great. You know what I mean? It just, it wasn't, it really wasn't the best thing at all. So, all right. So I'm adding, I'm going to give you ISFJ as well. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you both just, I, just so I, you can I, see the differences. Um, and maybe you have an opportunity to identify uh, with them. But yeah, I, uh, hold on, where is it in here? Okay, so, all right, oh, okay, I got one. Add, 
uh, I apologize if your inbox gets spammed <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> like when I give access to like everything to some people, sometimes it's like they get 14 uh, emails at, or 17 emails at once. They're like, I didn't mean to, please don't hurt I, me. I don't uh, mind. <laughs> all right. And all right, cool. So when you go to csjoseph.life forward slash portal, you'll have access to those now. And you should have just gotten those emails just now to access ISFJ and ENTP. So you can continue this journey for yourself uh, in, in discovering who you are. But like I said, my string of logic is you're very TIFE. You're not exalting yourself like an FI user would be at all. You're very SINE because you're constantly talking about your own past and you know bad things that could happen that you can prevent, which proves you're a crusader, which automatically means just on that alone, you're not an INFP because they're a philosopher. So crusader, and then which crusader from there? And I see more initiating and more pragmatism, which means by process of elimination, you could only be an ENTP. And that's basically my final judgment for you. But again, it's immaterial compared to your own personal journey. So please utilize these resources and come to the correct conclusion for yourself. And that's what I hope. In the meantime, please stay in the community. Please continue to contribute. Join the Facebook group. We'd all love to have you there. That'd be awesome, actually. And it'd be nice to like keep informed about your husband's deployment and he's all right and also like uh tell us some crazy stuff that happened with the lab techs my coworker like seriously just stuck this guy like five times <laughs> no, that, that's sadly be me <laughs> oh what se demon constantly sticking people at the lab no that never would happen <laughs> you know what i mean oh, like <laughs> that's that. always happened to me <laughs> yeah Exactly. Now we have to do resticks on like patients that I don't think I'm gonna have to use, need a restick on. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, cool. Uh, well, thank you all for coming. Uh, this has uh, been a very fun uh, night. I know it was very long, but like I said, when I'm typing my own type, it's really hard. But thank you so much, Kaseo-chan, for being present with us. I really appreciate it. Uh, like, like seriously, thank you for putting thank up with me and putting up with this uh, and being on so long. So, I would say thank you. That was like crazy and amazing. <laughs> All right, fair terrifying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anywho, uh, I will. Uh, I will uh, talk to you later. And uh, thank you very much. And thank you, folks, for. Uh, um, um, you know, tuning in tonight. And as it has been said in the chat, make sure you free yourselves from the Clintons. With that being said, folks, I'll see you guys.